This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you decent podcasts since 2013. In 18, 2018, Happy New Year. This is Damian Lemon. And this is Ali Muhammad, the voice of your choice. This is in the conversation. Yeah. We back. We are back. Before we go any further, yep. if you haven't yet, mm-hmm. hit that subscribe button. Oh. You know, everybody Ooh. listening, if you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, hit it. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? Hit that, hit it. Hit that shit. Take a second. There you go. Yeah, all right. But then, and then, and then, and then before we even jump any further, let's get a quick moment of silence for Combat Jack, aka Reggie Osei, real quick. Salute to that man. Salute to that man's legacy. No doubt. Uh, You know, man, it's been crazy, man. Yeah. A lot of cats been just, woo, dying. Yeah, young dying. We all gonna die. I mean, no doubt we all gonna die. But young dying. Yeah, I mean, too young to be dying. Dying. Young dying. Sound like a a new rap nigga on SoundCloud. But shout out to Young Dying. That nigga like the nigga you don't want to see. You don't want to see Young Dying coming. The Grim Reaper. You know what I'm saying? That shit. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's always unfortunate when somebody goes early, especially. With Combat Jack, in his case, you know, I just wanted to salute him because, you know, we in the podcast realm. Yeah, we casters. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I've known him. You know what I mean? I knew him personally when I used to do, uh, used to be a PNC radio doing this this uh, radio show called The Earpiece. Shout out to my man, Adrio, and, uh, you know, Natalio Tobacco, Linda Lights. We was up there at PNC, and right after our show... The Combat Jack show would be right then, right behind mm-hmm. it. This is prior or right on the verge of the podcast. But it was still a lot of the same group. Dallas mm. Penn was there, A-King, That's you know, I'm... Combat Jack. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, so I used to see him in passing there. Then a little later, my man Renard put us together. You know, we chopped it up and, you know. He was a good dude, man. And uh, I think he was a pioneer in the space, especially as far as... You know, these, this black podcast wave. So right. I just wanted to salute the man. Nah, no doubt. I mean, he deserves a salute and, and much, you know, his eul- mm-hmm. you know, he deserves eulogizing. Right. You know what I mean? I, I never met him. Yeah. Um, I, But I know his work, you know what I'm saying, right. from the game. I actually went and checked out that mogul over the holidays. I thought that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, I listened to a lot, a bunch of stuff over the holidays. Right, right. You did. You know so uh, checked out some other podcasts and uh-huh. shit. I, I, you know, even though we we we've been casting for how long? Almost four years, something like that. I haven't really been in the culture of the cast. Yeah, you know I what see. Saying? But I've jumped in the culture. Okay, and I realized the thing. What you realize? We got a pretty good podcast. I think so. I'd like to thank the listeners. Thank y'all for listening and fucking with us. 
It's, it's been too long. I think we 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 we. we you think we got a decent podcast? We, decent, motherfucker. We good. That's what they say at the top of the show. Nah, we gonna change all that listeners. Shit. Don't we, fuck we, with yeah, that we shit. We gonna change that nah. shit. We we gonna we gonna nah. hijack that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. wanna be self deprecating. Yeah, next podcast, time next time y'all hear this shit, it's gonna be something different. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's see. We ain't doing no decent shit. Mm. Matt, how you feel? You feel good about this podcast? You feel good to be with us? Yeah, I'm I'm glad to be here. All right. There you go, man. I appreciate no that. doubt uh, the sincerity in your tone. <laughs> uh, nah, man. How you been, man? Happy holidays. I haven't seen I seen you last night briefly. Where? At the uh I was doing my little last night they had the stand up New York holiday party. Really? They had a couple holiday parties. They had the stand up New York holiday party, I, you know. Um they had the uh Gotham holiday party at the comedy cellar holiday party. And uh, I seen I seen young Matt in the in the cut. You know uh, what I mean. I, I was just, cleaning up the beer pong table at the time. You were cleaning it up, or you were cleaning up? Oh, I was I was doing I was holding the table there. You was busting ass over there on the beer on the ping. I mean the beer pong shit. Let's just say my partner got one one cup. I got nine. Yo, I've played beer pong maybe once or twice in my life, but I couldn't recall the the actual I, rules to the shit. I think that's the point. I maybe maybe it was effective. Is that what you trying to say? I guess it was. But it's like you supposed to throw the if you throw the ping pong ball into the cup of beer, the opponent has to chug that beer, right? Yeah, you the the goal is to get rid of all the opponent's cups. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of beer in each one. Right. Uh start out usually with ten cups. Right. Uh if you if both teams get if both both per, so it's two teammates shoot at once. Right. Then you the other team goes. But if you get both in, you get balls back, and then you get into all sorts of complicated rules that make me sound like I'm a frat bro. Yeah, you might nice. be. Have you played? No. Never that, huh? I mean, I, it was never, I never in was coaching. in a in an event where the beer pong table was set up. I've been at a... I mean, I've, now I've seen it right. in a couple of places, but coming up, it was right. never in, I've never seen a beer pong table I set think, up. I think I saw my first beer pong table at, at Notre Dame. It was a very beer pong uh, conducive setting. I also played drunk Jenga. It was a lot of drinking. I got introduced to Everclear, a lot of dumb shit. What I didn't like about beer pong is, I, you know, like again, I'm, you know, I told you before, I don't fuck with the communal forty, right? Now the ping pong ball, that's all the people's hands. That shit's going all over the floor. It's getting picked up. It's just so you got to drink the one that the shit goes in. Yeah, right. Isn't that it? Or do you have another like a clean cup? So there, uh, I mean, you obviously have a wash cup for the ball, but you either play, you drink what's in the cup or you'll sometimes play with water in the cup just to hold it down and then drink your own beer. Okay, that's the sanitary way. A little yeah, placeholder cup. The... Okay, well, uh, alright, I ain't Last I said, it was a little bit more savage. <laughs> oh, it, it can get savage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> drink this debris. Drink, 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 motherfucker, drink. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man, nah, we ain't have beer pong. Mm. You know, yeah, just drank. Spades. <laughs> Tonk. I never learned how to play spades, dog. <laughs> Me neither. Okay, cool. I, I, I was a spade um, separatist. I separated, separated myself from the spade games at all times. Because you kind of get locked into yep. one place, like you might, I might get a, you know, what I'm saying a little mm-hmm. hit on the hip that mm-hmm. you might want to dip out, or you might want to investigate something interesting that come through right. the door, and 
you know, spades, you locked in. Right. And you had to be locked in. It's a focus. Right. You got your spades. partner and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's a real focus to that. I was like, man, that's a, that's a commitment. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I'm ready to be committed on yeah. a Friday night, on a yeah. Saturday night. It would be a mean space <laughs> game on a Friday night in like the common area. I would walk right by that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all take it easy. I'm right now. I see y'all. <laughs> shit. Oh, I don't know nothing. Run a Boston. I just know that because of the four four four. I don't know none of this space. Uh, yeah, shit. I, 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 you know, I wasn't on the space circuit at all. That's good to hear because I always felt black and alone in that. I was like, damn, that's a black ass. It's definitely a stripe against your blackness, right? But you know, hey, I'm just another kind of black. I gotta. I think I got. I might have a stripe against my blackness. Uh, on what? I've been. I've been thinking about this. I've been feeling guilty about this shit, but it is what it will talk about. I'm be I'm not really that excited about Black Panther. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not I mean it could be good, it could be bad. I'm not let me be clear. First of all, I'm not excited about any of these co- like comic book movies. I haven't been excited about a comic book movie in a long ass time. Uh-huh. I respect them. I hope the best. I'm glad to see that many black actors working. Mm-hmm. But the wave of anticipation in like the like I, I feel like I'm disc. Is that the is that the only thing niggas got to look forward to? No, in 2018? no, no. Twenty eighteen is a renaissance, man. We living in the middle of a renaissance right. right now. So, but this is just most probably the biggest budget renaissance right. movie that's about to pop off. Yeah. So it's a celebration mm-hmm. of okay, give us the budget, let us see what we can do. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna do numbers because you know niggas is excited. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's, it's, it's gonna be a moment. It's gonna do numbers, and and they're gonna be like, "Wow, that them blacks really go to the movies and shit." Well, I've been seeing a lot of, and I gotta, I've been seeing there's been some salt being thought, thrown on this whole Black Panther. There's a couple things. One is the the little bit of slander they try to throw on Michael B. Jordan because oh, supposedly that's, that's, that's the other side. That's the other side throwing. No, that. no, no, no. This I, ain't I, the other side. I get it. I get it. I what you like, what ops, you talking about? The ops. What you talking about? <laughs> The Michael B. Jordan shit. What was the what's you what's what, the story? About him and his girl? Yeah, you got a white girl. Yeah, that's... I heard that was a lot of black people, black I mean, women black in people, particular. But, I, but who said that they were boycotting Black Panther? Oh, he's not the main character in the then shit. I'm here you know then I'm here with No, then on the on the train. So I see they somebody, trying to they trying to uh, what's the Nate Chad movie? What's the Nate Parker movie? Birth of a Nation. They trying to birth the nation and shit. That shit ain't gonna work. Right. Well, Go ahead. Well, now nah, what's the then they shit? trying to say? And I haven't read all of this, but I'm seeing they going in on Chadwick Boseman, About who what? is Black Panther. About what? Saying he's a rape apologist. When, I don't know the whole story. When, I gotta follow up on this. I don't know. I saw I saw a tweet. Man, they going hard trying to stop this. He's shit. an apologist, and it's on video. Well, I, think, I don't even. I mean, I, I got I, again. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just say this. One, I haven't read the whole story, but I'm just saying there's a little bit of salt in the world. Mm-hmm. But two, I don't want to keep throwing salt thought. I'm just letting you know what's out there. No, I get it. I understand. I feel, I appreciate the, the you know, the, the update. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Chadwick don't speak for the whole of Wakanda. If or if not, we will investigate this after the movie comes out and see what happens. And, you know, do a, Wakan- take- a, Wak- uh, uh, a Wakanda tribunal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> a Wakanda tribunal and see if he deserves to die off no or keep it moving. Damn. But right now, we going to see that shit, man. Well, go see it. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a ticket. But I'm, you know, it's just I might get like, caught up like, in it. You know what I'm saying? It's a, that's those. Both of those instances seem like a little of a reach, because 
if he was a rape apologist, I'm sure it would, would have spread out there a little further than right. just, you know what I'm saying, the heresy that we have here. Uh, <laughs> heresy. Huh? Is that how you pronounce it? No, I'm oh. just <laughs> Look, man, I don't even want to get in the waves of all the salt, but I will say, I, it, again, that felt like a stripe against my blackness because I feel about Black Panther the way you kind of feel about Black Thought. Low lukewarm. Wow. You know what I mean? Why, 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 why you going to bring up old shit? Man? I ain't bringing up old shit. I mean, it's, it hasn't died. I mean, that shit has God. been going. That came from last year. I know it. All the way back from last year. Black we, Thought I got thought, a hive out there. I thought we got past that, man. Yeah. You know, the, the people came, the hive came for me. You know, I ain't, I'm not running from that. They gave you some homework. The hive, the, no, I gave myself some homework. I, I self-assigned. Okay. I self-assigned myself some homework. After okay. The, the Black Thought Hive came at me saying that I, I I shouldn't have missed the Roots wave the way I did. Right. So I went back and revisited, you know what I'm saying, the uh -huh. Roots. I had a, a 15, 14, 15-hour 15 drive to Atlanta. Uh -huh. I spent some time on it, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying, listening to the Roots. A driver give you a good you know uninterrupted I mean? uh, study in yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's good. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, I probably was a little harsh on on Black Thought and the Roots as far as, you know. Were you harsh or were you just not fucking with it? Because, I mean, is that harsh? But, but you know what I'm saying? I, I really, I really, no, I didn't give it a chance. Okay. At Fair all. Enough. I didn't, I didn't, the record would come out and it would come out and go away and I would not even give it a listen. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm that type of boycotter. Right. Once I boycott. Uh-huh. I boycott. You go all in. <laughs> I got just cut this shit. Well, I'm the over. same way. I got this shit over. I hold the grudge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So fuck it. So I did. I didn't give it a chance. But you know what I'm saying. When the listeners said it, you know what I'm saying. I might have been off base a little bit. I went back and checked it out. What you hear? I mean, I, he's decent. He's mad decent. He's mad decent. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna take nothing away from Black Thought. You know what I mean? Right. He's still not something my you know my right. go to. Right. But I will give him his propers, man. I'm gonna uh -huh. get a man his propers okay. on on a, on a legendary catalog of music, uh -huh. great body of work. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? The, the technicality of the roots instrumentation yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And I'm going to continue to give it, a, you know what I'm saying? I put it in my rotation, you know what I mean? So yeah. so it's ongoing, and, and, you know, I won't just be dismissing that man like that. All right. That's so, you know. Mad decent. Mad decent, you know what I'm saying? Like the label. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's but, going on, you know what man? But how was your holidays, man? My holiday was cool. It was a good time. We did the uh, we did the little Christmas at the crib. The hug for us? Nah, I didn't do the you hug fest. The hug so fest. I missed the hug fest. But okay, I, you, know, you did Christmas at where? I did the Christmas at your house uptown. Yeah, at the spot. Invited you know. people? Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. I told you we talked about this. I thought. Yeah. I, okay, I thought you said that was a big commitment. The, I guess that was the hug fest. Was yeah, the hug. I said I couldn't make the hug fest because I did. Uh, I did another event, a family event, my lady's family's event. So okay. they, you know, yeah, you had to split you know the time. I mean? So some, you know how that go. So yeah. I did that one because I, you know, I've given the hug fest years and years, and I'm gonna be back to that hug fest. Shout no out doubt, to the hugs. no doubt. Say cool, said it was dope. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, he hit me up from the hug fest live from the <laughs> from the from the you know the festivities, and it was lit. It sounded lit, but then Christmas, I had the family come over, and uh. You know, we kicked it. We had a good little, we had a nice little time. Is your first hosting as a grown folk? Yeah. 
well, this is first Christmas hosting. Okay. Um, it's first Christmas hosting. And our apartment is not super big. You know what I mean? So my thing was, you know, because typically we go out on the island at a, you, we talked about this shit. So my, my concern was, are we going to feel on top of each other? Because mm-hmm. people like space. You know what I mean? People like space, but when it's family, I guess there's yeah, it's a, a it's holiday. A, it's a holiday, right? As long as they're not hungry, right? Oh no, nah, we was we had the food there. It was good, so we we chopped it up. We ate good, and we we uh we fucking kicked it as a family. Mm-hmm. It was a bit of an ugly sweater memo that I that I didn't all the way uh, indulge in. So it was <laughs> it looked like three fifths of the spot was uh, ugly sweated up. But uh, beyond, well, I tell you one thing that does stand out. We watched both Chappelle specials, uh-huh. the first two Chappelle specials, before the new Chappelle specials came out. Uh-huh. So we watched uh, Age of Spin and I forget the other one, the, mm-hmm. the Austin one. And uh, it was pretty ill because, you know, we got everybody. My grandmother's like, I think my grandmother's 92. And then my shout out to my niece. She just turned 18 today. Mm-hmm. She was 17. Then, so it was 17 to 92. In the building, the demo, and he killed everybody in the room. Nigga. Oh, wow. Everybody is ha ha! I was like, this nigga <laughs> is great. How'd you feel as a comedian standing off to the side? I was off to the side, and I was like, as a comic, I was like, damn, nigga, I wanna, I wanna be great too. Want <laughs> <laughs> oh, niggas to think I'm great? I ain't gonna lie, I was like, shit. I'm looking at the whole family, ha ha, grandmother and shit. <laughs> looking at right, your, and I, looking at your cut like nigga, I ain't never seen you at one of my shows nah that, you know no it wasn't that it wasn't that but it was just like damn y'all wanna, I wanna you know what I mean like but I think I've been doing this shit 30 years no and doubt. it shows but I did feel cause I talked to I talked to Vlad about it shout out to Vlad actually shout out to Vlad happy birthday shout when this thing drops today's his born day so salute El Capitan jump in his match and say you know happy birthday to the cap no doubt um, we was talking and I was like, uh, you know, yeah, you feel, you all, com- you know, you never want to compare yourself, especially to a motherfucking icon in the game. Right. And, uh, you know, for a minute you're like, damn, dog, I don't want to, I want to get my shit together. But I was like, you know, he hosted this nice little Christmas situation. <laughs> Off the strength of comedy, nigga. <laughs> like, on some real shit, like, you know. And that's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, maybe, but, you know, we working. We trying to be all the way in the books. Uh-huh. But a nigga working. Right. And it, it felt good. So I wasn't, you know, I was I was all with it. I was so you're all saying with you it. hosted the, wait, who hosted? You Me or, and my lady. Me oh, and you my and lady. lady. You're saying, saying that you, you making a living. What I'm saying is the fact that I got to make your, a living off, off of, of your comedy, comedy. Right, for, right. for years now. Okay. That's the beauty of the whole shit. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? It's like, you know, obviously there's goals and all of that. And there's the greats and the quest is still to impact the the game. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't ever want to overlook what's going good. You know what I mean? Right. Like you never get content, but don't beat yourself up either when you in quest of something. You know what I'm saying? Just because you aren't where you are. Mm-hmm. Don't mean that there isn't any beauty in the journey. You feel me? So yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what you think as a professional? Yeah. What do you think you can do to just take yourself to the next place where you want to be? 
Uh, keep making myself uncomfortable, you know, uh, on a bunch of different levels. You know, push it. Keep pushing it on every level. Push it. So, interact with the people more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like socially, social media wise. I'm terribly absent. Terribly anti social media. Nah, yeah, anti social <laughs> media a little bit. I mean, I'm on social media. I just don't put no shit on there because I'll be like, ah, overthinky. Right. You can't do that. Right. I think that's really it. It's on greatness is on the other side of your comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? No so, doubt. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Just push yourself. Push yourself, collaborate more, stay in the community. You know what I mean? Um, keep doing the work. You know what I'm saying? There's no way around it. You just got to keep doing that shit. Mm-hmm. You can't, and, and that's it. And then, you know, focus on getting better. No doubt. You know what I mean? Because that's all you could really control. Everything else is everything else. Does that mean writing more? Does that what's that means, mean? absolutely. It's always about writing more, but, you know, particularly. Writing more, but or if we talking about me, promoting my shows more. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I'll be in Atlanta uh, next weekend at the Atlanta Punchline. Go get your tickets. They on sale right now. Um, but, you know, promote your shit more. Uh, take risks. Don't be afraid to get uncomfortable. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like material-wise uncomfortable. Um, be connected to what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm making it to me, but I was trying to make it broad. But be, I need to be always connected to the material rather than being like, what's going to make these motherfuckers laugh? Be like, nigga, what make you laugh? Right. What's funny? You know what I'm saying? What you bugging out off of? How you looking at this shit? And share that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's it. Okay. You know what I mean? And buy some new sneakers every so often just to feel good on stage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you got that covered. No, they, what, <laughs> like, what would you? What would you say would take you to the next level with what you're doing? Well, this is that time of reflection. It's this top yeah, of a I new mean, year. The thing that I've I've been thinking more about, you know, what I'm saying is is to get better at your work. At least for me, to get better at your work, you got to get better at your life. You mm. know what I'm saying? So yeah, you could do work. You know, right. and then especially as an entrepreneur, because you make up your work. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you create. Okay, what is it that I'm gonna go after? Right. So it's not somebody, a company that's growing in our mission and we're growing in this direction so you have new directives and shit. It's you got to make that shit up. Right. You got to come up with the new directive. Right. And, and in order to 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 stay fresh on the, your direction, you got to kind of stay fresh in your life. You know what I mean? And stay yeah. moving and stay thinking and stay being inspired. Mm. So one of the things I was, you know, again, you got that long ass drive to, you know what I'm saying back and forth, but you know, a lot of lot of thoughts and shit. Reflection. I was thinking, man, I got to get better at life. You know what I'm saying? Then you, then you see niggas like like Swiss Beats. Right. Swiss Beats is great at life, so it seems. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, like I've seen, like I watched him transition. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when he was a producer, right. and then when he first started putting out music and stuff, right? Right. Then he hit that kind of little roadblock of okay. People not accepting me as the rapper that I'm trying to be on these records, right? And he kind of like took that and went back and remixed himself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And one of the early dinner with Bevy's when she first started doing these dinners and and putting people in the room with different kinds of people. One of the one of the early ones was Swiss Beats and. Just what so happened, because you know, I've never been to a you know, like a lot of people don't get to come to these things. And she asked me to um shoot some still pictures of this event. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, cool. 
So to be a fly on the wall in that room where you see a guy who's being actually being vulnerable because yeah. he's really saying, hey, I'm trying to move in new directions and you guys, you know what I'm saying, can help me do that. You know, and then to see, you know, how he was then, you know, he was still with Mashonda and, you know what I'm saying, and the way he was moving to actually see him make the switch and actually, you know what I'm saying, going to a different direction. And, and, and just by, you know, I don't really know him like that, you know what I'm saying, but out of all the celebrities I've shot, I've shot Swiss Beats more than anybody. And really? Exactly. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I've shot, that just, just happens. Just happens. Just happens. You know what I'm saying? I shot him for BET. I shot him the for watches. that. You know what I'm saying? I shot him with Heart Living a couple times. I shot him interviewing uh, Mello for Heart Living. That was that was like the second time I shot him. Right. Um, shit. I actually shot Chloe Jane and him and Alicia's studio right before the break. Let me ask you a question. No, no, stop. Yeah, just real quick on that. When you, you, you shot him the most out of the people that you shot. Mm-hmm. Being that you've done that, do you find, and maybe it's not communicated with him, but do you find since you've done it so many times that you got like a little bit of a shorthand of how to approach it and kind of make him comfortable as a subject? Because you've you kind of been around him enough times to know how to go about. Well, the, the thing about him is he he's already comfortable. Like he don't, he's not a, he's not a type of celebrity you have to get comfortable. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He he already know how he want to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? He already come with his thing. You know what I'm saying? So he so, kind of got some direction towards it. Not even direction. He just show up and do his thing. It's like, it's like really like a shorthand of you don't have to really communicate. Uh-huh. It's like, you know what I'm saying? He know what to do. You know what to do. And that was from the door. That wasn't even made over time. Nah, just from, from the times I've been shooting him, yes. He, okay. He just come in. He know what to do. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Um, but over those times, you get to see his growth. You know what I'm saying? And so when I see him on social media doing his thing and skating through his house and shit and just having a good time, I could I could base that off of, you know what I'm saying, all the times that throughout his career we worked with him or, or I shot him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, he's growing. He's feeling real comfortable in his space and in the space that he's in. And he's not afraid to show that. Yeah. And that's, a, that's something that, you know, you – you're not always trying to show everybody on social media, ha I'm kikiing and laughing and shit and having a great time. You just, you know, at least me, you right. know what I'm saying? That's something I have to get better at. So when I see it, it's like, damn, I, I need to be a little more free with my living and, you know what I'm saying, and and put myself in a position to ask for help to get to my next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that's not, you know what I'm saying, usually people don't present it like that. You know, right? And not that he said, "Hey guys, help me," but to even put yourself in that room and and around people that that are not from your circle, mm-hmm. not your circle of friends, they're all foreign, and to say, "Hey, I'm trying to go to this next space," mm-hmm. it's a wonder why he made it to the next space. Right? You know he what took saying? that leap. He took that leap, and and again, like for me, I look at it like, "Hey man, I could take notes on that." It's right. it's a reason why. He's the person I shot most out of the celebrities. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a reason for that. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a but reason for I, that. I take it as a reason. You know what I mean? Maybe. You had to watch the signs. You know what I'm saying? I, I like to watch the signs and follow the signs. I like to say, you know what I'm saying? When you when you get to a spot where you feel stuck or you're, you know what I'm saying, you can always grow towards the light. And 
and growing towards the light is like going where your inspiration is already there, going what shows up most of the time already. Right. You know what I'm saying? What are the good things that show up already? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And that usually gives you a sign of, of that open door for you. Right. You know what I mean? It's a lot of times you try to do what you think you should do, ignoring the doors that are already open. Like you said, don't like forsaking the good shit that's already right. cracking. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, what's one thing you could do to make you feel like you're living your life better? Um, <clears throat> again, is be be more free with even in this conversation, like being more free with the things that that we discuss. You know. Right. Uh, Letting it loose, you know what I'm saying? Just being able to be comfortable telling the stories of, of the things that are important. Mm. Like what uh, good old Oprah said, you know what I'm saying? What Oprah said? She said, Oprah uh, said, time's up! <laughs> Oprah said, what I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool that we all have. Yeah. And like you said, being connected to the material. Yeah. You know? Just being able or just to- connected to the moment. Yeah, connected to the moment, being, right. being connected to- like when you're in the moment, who are you in that moment and being able to express that as opposed to closing yourself off and, and you know what I'm saying, let them figuring it out. Because when they figure it out, they put their own shit to it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about with all these cats dying and dying that, that young death shit yeah. is like sometimes, you know, I feel like if I die now, I haven't finished my story. You know what I'm saying? Right. I haven't put out the right. shit. I haven't put out... A, a fraction of the things that I wanted to put out about yeah, me. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't know the things about me that I feel like they should know about. <laughs> not me. enough motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Not enough motherfuckers. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? I don't want my motherfucking Twitter obituary to be like, he was a real nigga. Ah, that was it. End of story. He was cool as fuck. End of story. You know what I'm saying? I don't want Emoji. <laughs> 100. So, you know, you, you got to, in order to in order for people to know, you got to be able to share. And you got to yeah. be able to be in that moment and share in that moment. I hear that shit. That's, that's my little shit. Ah, that is that little shit. That's real shit. I'll also say this. I'll tack on back to what I was saying, just so I'm not super broad. Very specific. One thing, I talked about this today in a meeting, and uh, I'm putting it out. The one thing that I could do to make my career better is finally do a late night set. I've been putting that shit off for a while. I'm going to do that shit this year, and it's been something that I've what, been circling the, around. What's the, what's the late night is late doing, night it's like doing five minutes on like- Oh, on a on TV, a, on, late night TV. Yeah, like, you know, uh, network or cable, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But uh, do your five minutes because- in the comedy world, the monks, bookers and shit like that, that's like your mixtape. You know right. what I'm saying? That's the your most current thing and it it holds a lot. It holds uh it holds a lot of value. It's definitely a great point of reference. He was just all coded. He was mm. just all Fallon. He was on this. So you gotta do that. So right. um that's real talk. I'm putting that out there so people are holding me accountable. It's coming. Okay. But <laughs> what else is good? Oh man, shit! Everything's good, man. What, what, what else we got cracking out here? <sighs> what you think of this H and M shit? That's bullshit, man. I, at some point, man, it seemed like we be getting trolled just for the attention. You That's know what I felt saying? like it was a troll. Felt like a troll for the attention, you know. And how they say, you know, no news. I mean, all news is good news. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no no bad news, whatever. No bad press. No shit. bad press or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we could apologize. You know, it's easy, like, you know what I'm saying? It's been historical, easy to apologize. Oh, we're so sorry. We didn't know it happened out of time. Keep it moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get motherfuckers off your trail. But I think it's a little different this time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think 
the reaction was a little different. It wasn't all the reaction. I like the reaction on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we talked about it a lot on the cast where you get this reactionary thing where everybody just get angry, 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 angry. Then the new thing happening, you get angry, angry, angry. It's like I like what they did with this one where they 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 took that same picture and mm-hmm. then repurposed it mm-hmm. for the positive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So one one it, it shows growth in 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 the in the community of dealing with things like these and 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 letting it be known that you know right. we have our own we have a, a positive view of ourselves right not just you just did something wrong to us and we mad right you know what i'm saying we gave a, a rebuttal of this is who we think we are right and and took care of us as right. a community yeah that exactly was cool. and and then also as that kid you know what i'm saying to be the face of this outrage you know, if 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 it didn't have a positive spin to it, you know, mm-hmm. he would just go down. Damn, I was the face of the, I was the monkey face. Right. You know what I'm saying? At least now, like they spent that shit. He the king now. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He a little yeah. king. Right. You know, with his, you know, and and it, and it fit his whole posture and all that right. shit too. Yeah. Like he's standing there looking like a um, good model. <laughs> exactly. Look, he looked up proud. <laughs> exactly. I I saw, I like that too. Initially, I forgot who the first. Cat, I think Chris Childs or uh, something, something. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. part, and I don't want to uh, miss uh, attribute. I don't want to attribute the wrong person, or say the wrong name. But I, when the first time I saw that show, I was like, "Yo, that's dope." I like how they flipped it, and to your point, took ownership. I bet we ain't even gonna be. You know what? That's that bullshit. Right. But we're we gonna, gonna do things we, a little differently. Right. We're gonna we're gonna not fuck with you. And, and, and <laughs> it, just like everything else, social media became a wave, and then mm-hmm. you see it getting flipped and flipped. I saw a friend of mine say, and I don't know about this take, but a friend of mine was like, Cats is exploiting him just as bad as H&M exploited him. I don't know about that. I mean, but where's there's no revenue to it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? I did see it flipped. Because I liked all of the, like, all of the, you know, like, uh, the greatness when it was flipped, but then I did see one nigga turn it into his mixtape cover, and it was like, now, now we gotta kind of cut hey, a but, little something. Hey, hey, but you know that's part of the play too. You could put mad chains on this hey, nigga. If you it was make the like, mixtape cover, you know, that's, the mixtape always represents what's popping in uh, culture. You shit. know, so. You know that's gonna happen. <laughs> I was like, regardless, that that's within twenty four hours, that shit was. It was like, now nah, we got you, King, King of the World, King, King. That it was like, my nigga, this <laughs> is my new mixtape, and it was, it was hilarious. I mean, that that happens. Yeah, that, that's, was, that mean that's what mixtape covers. That's what that, culture is. That's they always the sampling was popping, and that's just that's America. That is that's America like a motherfucker because they go. I mean, it's like. It is what it is. It is, you know, like it's content. Let's get ahead of it, and we can turn this shit into a dollar. Let's do it. <laughs> Ain't that mixtape gonna turn a dollar? I, who knows? Who knows? There's a bunch of mixtapes <laughs> that have turned dollars. Yes, plenty. Absolutely. You think that one? Will? Who was it? I don't forgot. So I guess maybe not. I don't know, dude. I can't call it nowadays. Motherfuckers is popping. I mean, I mean Cardi yeah. B popped off the mixtapes, did she? Yeah, I guess she popped off of the gram, the and gram. Bodak Yellow was the 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 breakout. Well, no, well lick, but it was her personality. And then Bodak Yellow, that was the shit. Right. That was the shit. That's the shit that made people maybe go back and listen to the mixtapes. But it was that record. You know what I mean? No. So you never know. She definitely made some money off those mixtapes. Two two mixtapes in six months. Yeah, 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 shit. They weren't working hard as hell. Man, man. 
Speaking of which, that Lil Wayne Dedication 6 came out. Did you hear that? I haven't heard it yet. Uh, it but, was all right. I got to listen back to it, you know. That's a shame what they did to Wayne. <sighs> Who's they? <laughs> who you talking about, baby? <laughs> Them who ain't paying the man his money. <laughs> it's a shame that this type of shit is public. You know, because there's a lot of motherfuckers right now in the midst, you know what I mean, that are probably negotiating contracts or trying to figure something out monetarily, right? Uh And it's something to be said about when it's still private, you know what I mean? Then when everybody know that your your deal is fucked up. Your pockets is fucked up. Because it's it's been five years, dog, or better. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know the situation. Like, shit, he had to do something. My thing is this. I don't know the situation, even though it feels like we know the situation because it's so public. But I don't know the situation. I don't know what the deal points are. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? It's fucked up from the outside. The optics of it looks fucked up as a fan. Mm-hmm. But who know? Who knows what it? Who knows? You, you are a thief apologist. A th- <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn, you call that man a thief? Hey. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Son of a thief apologist. Damn. All I'm saying is I don't know the whole story. No doubt. You know what I mean? You never know the whole story. But it is just it's just fucked it's up. Just, that. It's just. As far as as music goes, you know, when when the music gets caught up in those types of negotiations where it in that particular case over those amount of years, you know, shit. You know what it is? It just it's very pursuit of happiness. I just hate to see a motherfucker like struggle financially in front of the world. You know what I mean? You see how Will Smith was struggling and shit? That shit was it was fucking with me cuz I've struggled. Right. So I'm like, shit. Right. So even with Kaepernick like, I love the fact that he is, uh, you know, he's out there pro. He put his, He's put his whole shit on the line for the cause, mm-hmm. right? And I, he's, he's going down in history for that, and I stand behind him with that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But at the same time, I hate seeing this motherfucker. Like, when he was getting shut down by all of these teams, mm-hmm. I hate just to see a motherfucker publicly... Not be able to land a gig and everybody know. Right. That's it that, that you feel and weird. That's, that's how it is. You can't you can't put out your album so you can't land a single to, to get you on the road and get the tour popping. You're not gonna have the radio support, none of that shit. Like that's you essentially you Yeah, know, I guess so. Essentially your your shit is on lock. All you got it really you could drop a mixtape maybe here and there and then get in the clubs. Fucked up. But shit, you was a he was a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar artist. No, no, no. I feel you know it's fucked up. It's weird that it, it hasn't, like, to your point, it's been five years and it's hard to, like, is this the longest we've seen this type of shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think about who else. I know Prince had some things with his label years ago. I'm trying to think of, like, who. Right, I don't even know if Prince was five years. Nah, I don't know. But I'm saying, like, that's my question. Is this the longest? Let us know if you got any other examples. But in recent memory, this might be the longest, like, this is, like he's on the outskirts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He un- almost 
I won't say unemployed, but he's inactive. I mean, on the level that he's been active. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, he he was always, remember one year, that motherfucker did 70, ver remember we put it in vibe, he did about 70 songs in one year, or 70 guest verses right. in one year. And, you know, but again, that is a testament, you know what I'm saying, up to, to Baby's program. He went to jail and didn't feel like he left. A this is the quietest he's ever been. A testament to Baby's program when he was cracking. You know what I'm saying? The productivity was there because the the label set it up for it to be there like that. You know what I'm saying? So, so with say if you're on a uh, a different kind of label and a different kind of deal, right? You know what I'm saying? You they you got to wait for your budget to open up, right? Then you go get your producers and make your album, right? You know what I'm saying? With Wayne, they had a 24 hour policy at the Hit Factory in Miami where it was always open and always on deck right. for you know what I'm saying producing. Right. And, you know, so he stayed producing real work, you know what I'm saying, as opposed to just rapping over just whatever, throwaway beats or just mixtape stuff. Right. It was always anything could happen any night as far as a song, making a hit. A, a hit yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, a testament to Baby's, you know what I'm saying, vision and that, letting the artist be that free and open as far as, as far as productivity was great is what helped make them and then right. it's obvious that when it's not there how that looks which is what we're looking at now that's not there what's not there <clears throat> the allowance or no the open the open budget open oh the open the, okay. open you know what I'm saying right, open right, door right, right, open right, budget right, policy right. of being able to record real shit cause it's different when you when motherfuckers don't think you got the budget now producers ain't really just coming to, you know what I'm saying yeah. <laughs> or some spec work. hey is the budget open right. you're like eh, you, know, the, you know I ain't heard from the nigga in five years yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's a little different than when the budget seems to be always open you know, you got cats that'll come to work. It's just a damn shame, man. <laughs> it's just a damn shame sometimes, <laughs> man. It's sad, man. That shit make me sad. But, you know, this is a, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's gonna be a historical study yeah. at some point. We'll see how this shit turn out. Yeah. But Drake tried to come to his defense. They jumped on the Family Feud beat, uh -huh. and uh, he, he spoke about it, and niggas went crazy. It was a decent verse. I think cats went a little crazier than... You know, I think they just happy to hear Drake spitting a little something, but it was, right. it was decent. Okay. Uh, did Drum do this mix up? Yes, he did. No doubt. Shout out to Drum. Been making careers since, you know, in the early 2000s. Motherfucker said, um, I could be wrong. I think it's dedication two, dedication three, one of the dedications. I don't think it was five, but it's one of these dedications because I don't think it was that long between five and six. But, you know, Drum always got the shit talk. But one of the things he reminded niggas, he was like, I think it was Dedication 3, he was like, where were you at when you heard that? Remember, that was the first mixtape you heard when we had a black president. I remember that shit. <laughs> that shit was such a specific stat. <laughs> Don't, do remember, nigga, that was the first of the Obama era that shook the building. And what, it was like Dedication? Uh, one of the, one one of the of Dedications. Okay. I think it's three. Three or four, something like that. Okay. It's a lot of them. I mean, he still, he still spit. He still spit, man. But uh, I think that did add a little level, like a layer of sadness <laughs> to the shit to see all of this going on. So you kind of like, ah, it's like, 
I didn't come here for depression, Wayne. Right? No, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like if you was to see, like, for instance, if you just happened to see Kaepernick in, like, a fucking intramural-ass football game killing shit, throwing, you know what I mean, 90 yards, you know, deep-ass passes, shit form is still lit, a scramble is nice, but it's not the league. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, like a flag football league. Right, something like that. Because then you're like, damn, the talent is still fucking there, but it's not being utilized. No doubt. Anyway. It's enough. What else? What's going on, man? <laughs> Let that mic go, man. What else is going on, man? What you been watching, man? Oh, what am I watching? I'm fucking with, uh, started watching The Shy on Showtime. I don't have Showtime. Lena Waithe. I don't uh, see it figure out how I could juke that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta check it out. Is it a oh that's a it's a series it's one a by series. one. It's one a by series. One. So far it's two episodes out. Okay. And um You know it's always a way. Of course. Huh? You know, I yeah. mean let's you know. Of course. We know. This is the internet. Everybody <laughs> knows yeah. there's a way to see it. See it though. It's worth checking out. Uh I've seen two episodes so far. Uh I watched the second episode right after the Golden Globe so I was a little tired. I gotta rewatch it because mm. I kind of was nodding out a little bit, but that first episode was dope. They got my man from um, Straight Outta Compton that played Easy E. Uh, I think his name's Jason Williams. Uh, Jason something. He's in it. Uh, it's a hell of a. It's a great fucking cast, man. It's a a ton of dope people involved. It it has that wire feel a little bit, you mm -hmm. know, the hood type of thing, the politics. Uh, it is a bunch of different characters from young kids to adults like it's quite a few storylines mm -hmm. so it's in the early you know the first two episodes so still everybody shit is still being established but um so far that shit is promising man i'm, I'm glad i fuck with lena waits yeah a yeah beast. i fuck with her too so mm -hmm. i'm gonna check that out yeah so i'm fucking with that what else am i watching i was i was tearing through shit what you watching um, I watched the new Chappelle specials. Yeah, what you, you know think? What I loved them. I, I liked the, these two better than the first two. Mm. To me, yeah, I thought I thought he had his rhythm a lot better. I thought he had, right. you know, what I'm saying, and of course he had worked through that stuff throughout the year. Right, the show that I wanted to see him. A lot. Is, he was was working, that a lot of that? He was working a lot of that. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So, but to see it on there was all worked out. It was, right. you know, what I'm saying it was pretty smooth. Ain't that crazy? Yeah, he was working out at Radio City. Exactly. It's fucking bananas. <laughs> that nigga told me that one day. I asked him some shit about, you know, just getting great. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And he was like, uh, I'm not afraid to let people, I'm not I'm not afraid to let the people see me sweat. Right. Remember that saying that shit. And that shows, that's balls. Like, right. let me work this bit out at Radio City. But it, it stages to stage to stage and it's all evolving. He went through the worst. I mean, like, shit. Like, he was being drugged. When he walked away from the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure he felt like, you know, coming back from that was probably the longest haul. Like, you know, when he came back the first time and did a little show in Texas and got booed and shit. Um, I think that was Texas or Connecticut or whatever the fuck. I think it was uh, one of them early boys when he first came back. Connecticut or Cleveland? No, the Cleveland was later after that. Okay, it was, I think the first one was like Connecticut. Hartford. It was Hartford, yeah, or Hartford some or shit. Some like, shit yeah, like, yeah, I remember him shitting on him. So, I'm sure, like, you know, what I'm saying now he like, you know, he 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 got his checks back. Right. You know what I'm saying all of them. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying he got all right. the checks back, and and he's probably feeling good as fuck. Yeah. So yeah, I can sweat because I done been through. It's kind of like that that season 
when LeBron first left Cleveland and she fucking got torched everywhere he went. Like, right. like every every time he touched the ball, the whole fucking season, everybody played him like it was the playoffs. Right. I'm sure after that season, he was like, man, what the fuck else y'all got for me, man? Because, shit, I done been through this shit. So, right. kind of like one of them things where, you know, you been done, through the fire. You been through the fire, you came out on the other side, man. So that's, how he, that's how he looked. He's feeling like, you know, I'm good. He looked like he been doing this shit 30 years. That motherfucker made it look super easy. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, it was dope. This shit was dope. I liked, uh, I like how he pushed it. I like how he pushed. It. I like what he said in the second one when he was like, you know, it's comedian's job to talk recklessly. I like that. You know, mm-hmm. he was he was going out and saying some shit that was uh, definitely polarized. There's been a lot of think pieces coming at him. Right. Uh, let me ask you this: Do you, like you said, go through the fire? Right. Mm-hmm. This is the thing, and I don't. I but I just want to ask you: Do you feel like it's easier to push boundaries when you're the other side of sixty million, or do you get the sixty million by pushing boundaries? Well, you, you get the sixty million, of course, for, from pushing boundaries all them years. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think, other than just the sixty million, mm-hmm. the fact that you know. He came, he did the first two specials. That worked, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. They gave him more money to do mm-hmm. more shit. You know what I'm saying? I think he's feeling like the material is still there. I'm mm-hmm. still, it's it's working. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe after all those years and he come back, you know, a little step back ends and a little right. step back ends, that he might not have felt as confident that the shit was working. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As he does, as he probably does now. I, I don't know what's going on in mm-hmm. his head. But now... Like even the the first two specials, I felt like you know a little, he still was you know taking his time through it. Mm. These he just felt comfortable, like yeah, right off the it. rip, like you know what I'm saying. How am I, you know, I just threw some jokes in the bowl, you know what mm. I mean? Just he just made it feel more at ease, more comfortable, and he just ran through it a lot smoother to me, even mm. in that little one, you know what I'm saying? And you know, so yeah, that was cool. I, I like I like how he broke down, uh, you know. Why he left the game with the pimp book. Right. You know what I'm saying? Break, because I, I thought of you, because I know that's your fucking... That, that was, that's the exact analogy that we used to do in college when I discovered that book. That exact same analogy? The exact same analogy is that if you looked at this shit as a corporate... Like, if you looked at this shit like the art of war or some shit... Right. This shit is on motherfucking point. Right. Because like, the way he had the rules to all... Like, he didn't go through all the rules. He just did the shit that applied to his situation. But... But how does that apply to his situation? I got the analogy as mm-hmm. far as the game goes, uh-huh. but then I'm not going to lie to you. At the end, he was like, and we got a story. <laughs> I was a little lost. I was I'm, not, like, I don't, right. I'm not sure what happened to him. but Okay, because yeah. I was like, I was like, all right, I hit. When Dave got this way of like, like and it's OG shit. You know how motherfuckers mm-hmm. say some shit that you don't all the way get sometimes, yeah. and they'll say like, it was a Jew. Right, but see. And I, you almost I, don't question it because you don't look stupid. Nah, I took it as a Jew on, on he he threw it, it's various levels to that story he told. Mm-hmm. So on, on one level, he trying to say, I told y'all this shit when I left the game. All right. that shit, that crazy shit that was going on that everybody's talking about now. Right. And, and the Me Too's and, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and you know. All you know, different people, you know, going through different things. Kanye, all this shit is going on. How now. hard the fucking business is. And he did not even, say that. Not even just how hard is like the tactics that they use in this business right. to make that be. 
Right, like when he said, it was years ago when he said in that news, in that one interview, he was like, you know, people will call you crazy to dismiss right, you. Right, right. The um, to, actor studio joint. Right, to kill your character off. Right. You know what I mean? You know, they, yeah. And and they kind of control you and make you do what, you yeah. know what I'm saying, they, want, they need you to do. Right. So first he was like, you know, basically they, he was saying that, you know, you had a bottom bitch. Who's right. bringing in all the shit? As right. he's he's aligning himself with that, and he's he also made a point to say, and it's not only the one that's bringing in the most money; mm-hmm. it's the one that they use to keep the other motherfuckers in line too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So not I'm not sure how they how he felt used in that scenario, mm-hmm. but as far as that play, what he he used in the pimp book to drive the. Uh, the girl crazy. Right. Basically, the whole thing was to drive her crazy because she was tripping out and she was saying that she was going to cross him into the into the joint. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, "Well, before you cross me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm across. I'm across you. And you know what I'm saying? The older pimp told him, "You got to make a brain. You got to you got to make a brain jelly. Right. You right. That's the term. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So. Basically, I forget the name of the. the we talked about yeah. this before in the pod. Yeah, yeah we, I forget yeah. the name of the con, but you know it's a con right. that they use to to drive a person crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know he was aligning himself and his experience and and everybody else's experience that's going through things in Hollywood and shit show business. You know what I'm saying? Like on the actor studio, he talked about Mariah Carey. He talked about a few people like you know Martin Martin Lawrence. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. you know these yeah. are strong people. Right, you know what I'm saying? You got you know Martin running down the middle of the street in his right. drawers. What's what going saying? on? What's right. going on? So basically, he, he aligned his story with basically as I, I told you so. You know, I, yeah. I tried to tell y'all. Y'all looked at me like yeah. I was on crack. That's the beauty of stand up, though. <laughs> I will say that that's the beauty of stand up because you could come take back your narrative. Right. You know what I mean? A lot of other shit, like maybe for instance, like if you're an actor. They could say you're difficult to work with, right? And most of your work is contingent upon somebody writing some shit for you to exactly. do. So if you can't demonstrate what you do well again, right? based on what somebody else has created, you know, there's a narrative created on you and right. you kind of get marked, you kind of get edged out of the game. Mm-hmm. That's got to be fucking super frustrating. Right. You know what I mean? But I think that's the that's the beauty of being a stand-up because you could always get on stage and speak about your life exactly. and tell your side. And that's exactly what I said about it. I was, you know, we was talking about those those specials, and it's like as a comedian, or as him as a comedian, you know, we 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 know his perspective because he's always, you know, he had the Chappelle show where you knew his perspective, you you knew his jokes. It's like little side jokes that he could say inside of this joke that you know from just the years of him doing shit. Yeah. Because you know his narrative. Like, right. again, if you were an actor, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, you you don't always get to know that actor's perspective or right. narrative. You it's just tough. see them in their roles. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, Kevin Hart said once, you know, um, when they was asking him would he, you know, do less stand-up to focus on his Hollywood, he was like, I never stopped doing stand-up mm-hmm. because... That's what got him there. It's, no, it's one what got him there, but it's my. I have I have total control over right. my relationship with my audience, yeah. and they can't take that. Right, and we saw that when even when Bill Cosby was dragging Bill Cosby, he was fucking going to court and shit, being yeah. drugged, and but still doing shows. Yeah, because people want to hear your perspective once yeah. they know it, and once that's the inter- the entertainment is your perspective. You know what I'm saying? You have more control of that. Right. And that's the shit that I... I'm not a comedian, but shit, I need to figure out how to do that shit 
as who I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because your work can't just be the work that you do for everybody else. You, you know what I mean? Well, the good thing is you're a producer. So, like, you, you have everything it takes to produce what you need. So, it's not like your side of it. You're a creator, so it's like you're not really contingent upon somebody to create. Obviously, I see what you're saying. You you also produce for other people, so as long as there's some paper out there, it could be tough because it's so many jobs and you don't want to get sidelined by other people's work. But the beauty is but you even, could always do you. But even in your own productions, a lot of times you don't put the story on you. You you usually, you know what I'm saying, you, you point the camera at something and you tell the story of that thing. You know, even even if it's something I'm doing on my own. I haven't I have the opportunity to tell my story and put my perspective in there and you know shit like that but i haven't exercised that as much mm. as i probably should have mm-hmm. like what i that's part of you know what i'm saying what i need to do yeah is exercise my voice yeah that's what's up so do that shit it's 2018 we're gonna do that i'm gonna do a late night set you're gonna exercise your voice yeah exactly <laughs> sound, sound exercise like, the voice of your choice absolutely. <laughs> hey hey oh shit you um, said it sound like a what <laughs> sound almost it sound like a resolution but then i don't want to put all that on it but it definitely but it's a it's a it's a man it's something to do shit man something to do listen man Get it. niggas is dying man ain't no time for resolution you gotta do shit man you ain't got time to be oh you know what uh, <laughs> yeah i think i should do uh, fuck that I love, I love, you have to I love, fucking do shit man because <laughs> i love the extreme motivation <laughs> you know what I'm saying? niggas is dying fam niggas die every day b send that know. tweet <laughs> when your shit it's gonna come up, man. You gotta do this shit, man. Cause listen, man, that's just what I'm on. No, I'm I know. Feeling, I'm man. just. No, I'm not even like. Cause I do the same shit. It's like you almost gotta take the most extreme shit to motivate just the most basic shit sometimes. Right, it's but like, it's not even. It's not that it's extreme, right? Niggas is dying, niggas. It's, Send that newsletter see, out. See, here go the thing, man. Here go the thing. Was like. My family is kind of rel- it's relatively young, you know what I'm saying? It hasn't been many deaths in my mm. family. My grandmas died, but both of my grandmas died before I really knew a right. lot about life. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really understand life as right. much when my grandmas died, you right. know what I'm saying? But that's pretty much it, you know what I'm saying? My nephew died, he was young, you know, um, you know, cats who died in the streets, but you know, you kind of that's part of the, the job description that you might die in the streets if you fucking around. Yeah, it's so, still fucking yeah, sad. Still, yeah, still fucking sad, but it don't it don't hit you. It didn't hit me the same way as a motherfucker just died young, just of some health shit or some natural causes shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that and it's been a string of those back to back. You know what I'm saying? Especially like close to the type of shit that you yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? Podcaster. All of the that. cat that work in the music yeah. industry from yeah. my neighborhood. You know what I mean? You Comedians been dying young. Exactly. That you shit know. scary. So you kind of, it just, it's not that it, it fucks you up where you like, you sad and you crying, but yeah. it's kind of more of like a, a reflection of, of what are you doing right. with your time? Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's not extreme, but it's just a, it's a, it's a sickness, like a snap. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Wake up. It was so up. funny. You know what I'm saying? As you were saying that, uh, man, Chris Lambert, shout out to Chris Lambert, he was uh, he was watching the show. Uh-huh. He texted me and says, niggas be dying like shit in this show, huh? <laughs> it's just so niggas be dying like shit in, in real, real life. life. Chris. Chris. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> you know what niggas man? be dying like shit. See, that's a sign. That is not the title. That's a sign. Um, 
Anyway, <laughs> backspace, backspace, backspace. Uh, <laughs> oh man, what else is good, man? Anything? Uh, anything else you would you would chop it up about? I'm trying to. What else have we spent a minute? You know, so it's been a minute since we've been behind these mics. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those. You rusty? Now I'm not rusty at all. I just feel like we've been a, we've been away for a little bit. So I want to really. It's right. been a lot of shit. You, you know, we missed not missed, but we we took off two Wednesdays. Yeah, and uh, it, that was some shit. That's two different conversations that I that feel like that did not happen. That did not happen. I, you know, shit. Can't get them back. No, you can't get them back. But, but we uh, here now. Let's make the most of this one. Yeah. What else was we talking about? Um, you don't really give a fuck about this Joe Button uh, Eminem. See, I know you're not really Eminem. What? What happened? All right, this is an interesting. Uh, this is an interesting topic. So, you know, Joe Button used to be on Everyday Struggle. You know, he left, mm-hmm. right? Um, but before he did, you know, Joe Button. Um, he was in Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse was on Shady, right? Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, Eminem. He was signed to Eminem. Eminem was his his boss, right? His, uh, his owner. His, <laughs> if you want to say that, I wouldn't say that, but it was his boss. That's how he they was doing the NFL, <laughs> right? Right. But he was he was his boss, and uh, you know the 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 joke of the show for a while, or the running joke of the show for a while was, you know, Joe would say, "Listen, there's certain people." I'm not gonna go in on. And at the top of that list is Eminem. Mm-hmm. That's that motherfucker changed my life. You've heard people say that about the like 50 says that about M. M says that about Dre. There's certain people that there's this level of guess of uh I don't know what the word. I'm trying to think of respect. The, respect, but not in respect. I respect is one, but there's another, there's even more like a like a, a covenant, maybe like a go ahead, Matt. What you thinking? You're thinking revenants, revenants, but not even that. Like kind of reven. Okay, revenants for revenants, respect all of that. But it's something else I wanted to use. But to that point, a lot of motherfuckers. He was hey, saying hold them in high regard. Hold them in high regard. So kind of off limits, kind of uh, right. super indebted, right. like indebted to this person in a way that, like, you know how you say some people say. I don't, and this is extreme, but some people say, you know, I won't, um, I don't really want to shit on my, my father because my father created me, right? right. Or I don't want to shit on the people that put me on because they put me on, right. right? Now, Eminem didn't put Joe in the game. Joe got in the game before that, but he kind of got reintroduced, right? right? Mm-hmm. Long story short, so that was the thing. They would poke him with that. You know, there was a couple people on that list, but they would poke him with that. And Eminem put out this revival album. Which is, eh, is, you know, it's a subjective, but a lot of people ain't really mm-hmm. fucking with it, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Joe was kind of walking alive for a while. Uh-huh. And he eventually, you know, Joe's Joe's appeal mm-hmm. is he's a hot take. Right. You know what I'm saying? He going he gonna to say what he need to say. Shit is trash. It's going to be some inflammatory. It's going to be some shit that's going to, it's going to be a sound bite that's going to travel. Right. But he had been... Holding the, holding the gun, chill. I'm not gonna do it. But he let off on him, mm-hmm. and it was it was well beyond. I'm not feeling it. You know what I mean? Not, it wasn't a dip, diplomatic ass. Not my thing. But they skip. He broke. He went in on that shit. Mm-hmm. Shit's trash. Da 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 da. Market it. Whatever. Whatever. But that's part of. That's his. What what he does. Everything gets shitted okay. on. Everything is explosive like that. But 
the question has become, but that's your man, right? So let me run through the whole, because this is more to the story. So Bizarre from D12, they went back and forth. They got a little heated with it. 50 put him on his Instagram like, yo, you got ass whipping coming. It's going to be light, but blah, 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 blah. You know, it's the whole, whatever. It, a lot of that shit could just be theatrics, yes. but it's a lot of motherfuckers caping right. as if there was a, like this was a big offense, right? Mm-hmm. However, Joe's new... This is, I guess, his third act, because Slaughterhouse might have been his second act. This is his third act. His third act is now this media person, mm-hmm. right? And if you go critique the media, you know, if you're a media person, you got to have a point of view. Mm-hmm. That's what makes you something in there. But do is it a conflict of interest for you to say some shit against somebody that has put you in position? What's your take on that? Listen, man, whatever the relationship is, I'm not sure what their relationship is personally, but I, I'm I'm not going to have too many harsh things to say about motherfuckers who, you know what I'm saying, I have a personal thing with, you know what right. I'm saying, not in a public forum, just like, oh, right. he's trash, just recklessly. Right. I might him and her, like you said he was doing, I might right. be like, you know, I might not, let's not talk about that. Right. But if, if it's somebody that I hold in high regard, you know what I mean, and, and I'm and I feel a certain type of loyalty too. I'm just not gonna do it. It's motherfuckers who I don't have that I don't hold in high regard that I'm that I'm not loyal to. That you know what I'm saying, or close enough to me where I'm not gonna speak on that situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just because it ain't for everybody to to hear that. You know, and it's it's shit that it could be said about motherfuckers that you know. Mm-hmm. But what for what? You know what I'm saying? Right. For what? Now, when Joe Button's residuals stop coming, <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all not gonna be that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Hold him, <laughs> hold him down. I don't think you stop residual. <laughs> you you can stop with you. With shit, you could. No, nah, you can't stop a. Residual. You can stop it. Sue, sue me, is, sue me for it. So residuals is the money that come from the label that they owe you over the shit over the lifetime of the project. Right, but I think that eh, I think that's a. I don't know how it works in music, but I think. There's a union. Yeah, it's not. That, no, it's not SAG for music. There's no. What about you can like get your BMI ASCAP, you can, and all that's of, something totally different. Okay, that's publishing. This, yeah, but the shit that's coming from the label got to come from the label. Royalties and yeah, all the, that. Your royal, your residual royalties got to come from the uh. label. You know, if, if that that next slaughterhouse project might not. You know what I mean? I can see that. You know, that's probably not gonna happen. Oh, but, and then also, <laughs> M kind of went in on them. <clears throat> On this remix of one of the records that was from there. Not all the way. He ain't say his name, but he said enough to let him know. (laughs) And, but I will say this. It brought the best out of him. Right. That criticism brought the best out of him. Like, M was spitting like, oh, shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Had you spit like this throughout the whole revival shit, there might not have been this critique. No doubt. No doubt. And, like, again, I don't know their personal relationship. Right. And, you know what I'm saying, from just like even with, with... Baby and Wayne, you know what I'm saying? You don't know their personal relationship. You have an idea of what right. Baby has done through the years from having him since he was 12. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you, But you don't know what the offense was. Yeah. I, I, I kind of heard some things about what the offense was, uh-huh. but, you it's know. It's not for the public. It's not for the public and, and shit. And it wasn't as big a, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a, I'm not going to ever pay you again type of offense from the shit, you know what I mean? But you don't know. Mm. But when when you talk personally about somebody that has done for you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
it, it could get tricky. It gets yeah. beyond. It gets beyond just the talk, and you know we doing it for the media and all that shit. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta step from behind these mics. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that might get you punched in the mouth. Yeah. Sometimes that might get you you know your bankroll tightened. Which has happened <laughs> you know to him before. Right. You know? you know, you never know where he's trying to go in this media thing and where the hands of the M and the Dre's reach. Right. You know? Damn. But, you know, it might not be shit. It might take it as, yo, know, it was a joke. I don't know. Mm. I don't know the dynamics of it, but it gets tricky. There's some things you just, you know, what happened is house stand is house type shit. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, you know, it's fucked up because you don't want to. It's funny, Charlemagne said to me a long time, Wendy Williams told him, he says, he says, he always says it a lot. He's like, you either, cause he's a, you know, he does radio, right? So mm -hmm. you're either of the industry or of the people, mm -hmm. right? Now, obviously Joe's situation is way different than Charlemagne's situation, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but it was interesting because it, I guess, you know, like I, it's, it's becoming, it's becoming a new industry. This is like a, this is some ancillary income for people. It's kind of like how inside the NBA is new income. Like that whole commentary being a, a pundit, being a pundit, but being a pundit with a background in what you fucking talking about mm -hmm. being a former athlete, being a former rapper, being an actual uh, expert. On the shit, you know what I mean? That you're, you're commenting on, there's a different type of cachet that you bring to it. And that's what you got to leverage in your new thing. But you just got to, it's it's a way of doing that where you could be respectful. Right. And and, and the thing is, is don't take the bait all the time. I feel like they he kind of took the bait a little bit. Right. It's his show. He could do what the fuck, he could talk what he want to talk about. You know, it's like it's like you like if we had a conversation up here, yeah, about comedians and shit, right? You know, it's probably people that you wouldn't want to shit on if, if yeah, that shit was absolutely. trash, right? You no, know, oh, that fucking shit was yeah, trash. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's your prerogative not to even bring it up, right? <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie, there is a, a tinge of because I'll be talking to you on the mics, mm -hmm. and you're a non-comedian, so there's a tinge of. A word you ain't gonna say nothing, but it is what it is. You gotta respect it, but it's times it's like, yo, what do you think? I'll be like, ah, you know, I don't really want to talk about it. But that's out of respect. Mean, but if there is a moment where you, where motherfucker be like, oh, so you gonna go neutral? But but that's why I brought that up yeah. because it, it, it's not like it hasn't happened. Right. Like, like we haven't seen it. Of course. But you get it. You understand it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like okay, we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah. And we keep it motherfucking moving. We find other shit to talk about, man. Indeed. This is what we do. We have a conversation. We conversate for a few. Oh man. Anyway, so that was that was interesting. That was yeah. It's true. It was. I mean, that's an interesting. I wish you were. Uh, you know. You still, you know, you was more a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, into I'm not like I said, man. Um, I was never a fan yeah. of Joe Button. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so. I didn't dig into it. I, right. did, I never really, like I said, I wasn't, I, I, I have been checking out the Everyday Struggle, though, uh -huh. lately. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what's going to happen with and that. And I'm very interested in how he's moving, you know, the conversation forward regarding podcasting the money. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm very, that's very interesting. That's very dope that he's throwing certain information out, you know. 
about the business of the podcast game and or the you know the, the content game so to speak yeah so that's you know I, I respect his position in that and I you know and I see that he's he's making a mark in culture where motherfuckers making you in the hook of a song shit right you know what I'm saying you making your mark I guess you gotta commit to the pivot you know commit to the pivot man that's what I gotta do hmm I had to commit to the pivot. I'm about to pivot on y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, we'll come back for the conversation. On. No, we ain't lying. No, no the conversation is this right. foundation. is fundamental to cool, the pivot. Cool, cool. You know what I'm saying? I had to fully embrace my job as a caster. <laughs> caster. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like you know, I just you know I've been freelancing on it. Now I'm about to be I'm 100. percent Y'all play boy. Oh uh, shit. Y'all watch 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 me now. All right. Watch me now. Oh uh, shit. Listen. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Listen. Remember yeah. that was Khaled shit. Listen. That's so long I don't ago. Remember that? That was his shit. That was his shit about maybe 10 years ago. Okay. That was like one of his first big ad libs. Listen. That's dope Word. where the motherfucker could shuffle through like seasons of ad libs. It's like, oh yeah, that was my 05 ad libs. That's what I was doing back then. No doubt. But does he committed to changing and evolving? No yeah, doubt. And you can see it, you can see it in the success, man. They got Kevin got good life too, man. He living that good life too, yeah. man, as far as you know, even on the snap before it became all the way popular like that, when it was when he was just doing it, he was committed to showing you different things right. every day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had never been that committed to showing a motherfucker no shit. I tell you this. <laughs> the three motherfuckers in here got a good life because we living. You know what I mean? Like that shit is, is relative. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's yeah. either life or death. Nah, but you but, know what I mean? Yeah, like it's it's levels and stages. Of course. And, and just but, being here ain't a motherfucking enough, man. Just being here ain't enough. So you'd rather not be here? If I'm not gonna do shit. You'd rather be dead. I'd rather, I'd rather not be here than not do shit. If I'm going to be here, I'm going to do the shit that I well, want to do. I mean, that's what you got to do. Yeah, but you just waking up don't mean you're going to do shit. But if you can't live your ideal life, you'd rather be dead? No, I'm not saying that. That's not, that's not what I said. Well, I'm asking, I'm asking you. I said just being here is not enough. Just waking up is not enough. Getting up, going at it is, is what it's about. I hear that, but I'm asking more of a direct question. Is life better than death? I don't know. All right. I hear you. That's fair enough. Fair enough. We never heard from nobody's dead. So shit. That might be the new podcast. True. All right. Fair enough. Matt, what do you think? Life or death? Hey, Matt going to go with death. I'm going to go with life. There we go, Matt. <laughs> Woo-hoo. I'm going with life. I understand what you're saying, man, but it, my, mine wasn't that absolute. My my thing was that you if you waking waking up is not enough to me waking up yes is good which means you do have a chance to move in the direction you want to move in and there are there are days where you're not as strong and you and you wake up and you don't feel like pushing for it so yes it is better to be here to have the opportunity to push for but if i'm if i'm coming from my strongest self and my strongest opinion i'm gonna say you know i have to do more than just wake up i have to get at it i have to and even more so now than ever, I have to do more than I did yesterday as far as going towards the things that I want. No, I'm not, I, and I, so and that, I appreciate that's really, that. That's really what I'm saying. So I'm okay. not, I'm not making no thing. I'd rather be motherfucking dead if I ain't getting it. No, that's not really what I'm saying. Now I was just, I'm just <laughs> saying when you said Khaled got a good life, he does have a good life. I was just saying 
I think the three of us got good lives too. Our shit could be way right. worse. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not That's saying Khaled saying. got a good life as far as I'm not comparing his life to ours. Okay. I'm saying that Khaled, uh, he puts out a positive vibe about life. You know what I'm saying? He he goes the the what you get from what he's doing in his life is it's excitement, it's positivity. You know what I'm saying? And that's all. I I would like to add more of that excitement and and ability to to be more transparent about that excitement in my life. I dig it. Okay. All right. You know, I didn't want to be, you know, start the year off on, on a misquote. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. That ain't that at all. You know that ain't that at all. I hate, I hate to leave and then have to answer this shit in the comments. You know what I mean? That's the engagement, though. You be engaging with them. They like that. We having conversations you know offline, too. Yeah, that's growth, man. It's growth. Yeah. I, shit, when we first started, man, this motherfucker's getting the comments like, ah, why does that motherfucker talking? There you go. So now, you know, that's growth. There you go. <laughs> Not to be morbid, but we've been doing all this death shit, right? So we might as well end with a bang. If you were dead, how would you want the people to remember you? Because you've been I'm, saying I'm you don't want to just be summed up as a real nigga. So give the people I'm, some no, speaking, no, no, some speaking no, points. No, no, I'm going to give y'all speaking points through from here to I'm out of here. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you real speaking points in real time. Of the type of shit, okay. You know, I, you know what I'm saying. I can't sit here and write my eulogy. That's that's for other people to do. It's for me to do the work uh-huh. for them to say. You know what? He did the work, okay. and I remember he did that. And you remember when he said that? That shit right there touched me. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? That that type shit. I want to have some type of. I want to have a full paragraph at least. You know what I'm saying on <laughs> okay. the Twitter. You know, use the whole 140 characters. Two eighty. Some <laughs> motherfuckers got two eighty. You know what I'm saying? You, if a motherfucker got two eighty and they only give you seventy, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On the RIP, is that disrespect? Seventy. That's ten. RIP. My name only got three letters. So. <laughs> Muhammad got a lot but of they might, You know what I'm saying? If they use Muhammad, they use more characters. But they're like, R.I.P. Ali and shit. Damn. Yeah. That's, what, that was somebody, that was somebody saw, like, yeah, saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was somebody eulogy. Like, damn. It was a hashtag, too. It was like, a hashtag, damn. Damn. Like, that, it's a whole, all a motherfucker could say, damn. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, that's, and that, might be, that might be selfish. I don't know. But I do want to, I, I mean, I do want to leave some meaning, you know what I'm saying, to people Outside of myself, and and hopefully my kids got good shit to say about me. You got I'm, a catalog of podcasts. I got a catalog of podcasts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, the listeners might have yeah, something man. good to say, but I, I I just need to do more. I need to wake up and do more. Well, that's what's up. There you go. Word. So what you about to do when you wake up tomorrow? Wake up tomorrow. Let the people know. I'm going to eat some good healthy breakfast. Uh-huh. Take my... Uh, get my kids off to school uh-huh. you know what I'm saying and then I'm gonna jump down and do my morning meditation uh-huh. you know that I've always done uh-huh. and you know try to get clear on you know some of the things that I wanna accomplish for that day uh-huh. then I'm gonna brew me some tea uh-huh. I like tea uh, y'all should know that about me Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm Let's a, put that in the I'm paragraph. Is that first paragraph or is no, that I second mean, that's, paragraph? That's, 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 you know, that's a, a is side. Tease that not making the first no, paragraph. No, that's just something to know. Okay. That's something to know. I like tea. Okay. You know. Um, you know. So you wouldn't feel bad, niggas. Was like he loves some tea. And that was what they had to add to it. No, that, that's that's good. That's good. at least a, that's good. at least some specific shit that Absolutely. a motherfucker might know about. Absolutely. You. Not just he was a cool nigga. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, 
And then I'm going to get down to work, man. That's what's up. I'm working on some new projects. You know what I'm saying? I got some video projects, docu-style video projects we rolling out. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to figure out uh, uh, a personal... Uh, I don't know if it's a blog or a fucking, I don't know, audio presentation. I don't know. It's a personal fucking shit that I could do where I could tell my story in my voice, mm-hmm. my version of a stand-up, but, you know. Right. You know, without burdening the conversation with my own shit. Right. You know? Uh, I'm working on that. I haven't fleshed it all the way out yet, but working on something like that. That's what's up. Yeah, man. And then, you know. And we're going to take it from there, man. I want to tell more of the stories that I want to tell. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a plan to do some other shit that I pretty much wrapped up and scratched because I want to be more personal and more meaningful with my shit now. Mm-hmm. I want to have more a, a, a better connection with the work that I'm doing. Mm. So, um, I'm work, that's what, when I wake up tomorrow, that's what I'm going to be working right. on. My well, connection with life and the people that's in my life. That's what's up. Which includes the people that's listening to this show that spend an hour and change fucking with us every week. That's what's up. I was more so said we gonna be during the week. Like, uh, I appreciate all of that. And they appreciate it too. I'm glad we got that. But I was trying to rap. But I was like, we gonna be in bed style? That was a rap. That's what I'm gonna be, man. I'm gonna okay. be doing that shit in bed style, y'all. Okay. My bad. You, Anywhere else we gonna be at? Because <laughs> we had Mr. Muhammad Just, on the ground. <laughs> specifically, I was like, all right. See, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm gonna work on a personal joint so, you know, I, I don't get off track and shit. That's all <laughs> Well, that's what's up. I'm going to be in uh, in Atlanta, uh, January, I want to say January 18th through the 20th at the Punchline. Tickets are on sale now, so get that. Uh, definitely like and subscribe, you know what I mean? Comment too, fuck it. And tell a friend to tell a friend, but that ain't that ain't where we at just yet. I'm trying to think of my anywhere else. Um, go to DamianLemon.com, I'll be updating my dates. I'm going to be in the city quite a bit this month. I'm in Atlanta, I'm coming to Albany soon, I'm coming to uh, Hartford, that's coming soon, and I'll also be in Syracuse pretty soon, those dates are going up, they're up there right now, but uh, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend, and even the enemy, and even your favorite podcaster, and even your mama and your cousin too, all of them, get in the conversation, yes sir, we out. of it all is to be in the conversation conversation